in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to, and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle, and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Welcome back. Episode 16. And we are going to talk about punishments. I'm going to give this another go. Buckle up. But first, let's address some housekeeping. All right. Housekeeping issues. What do we have going on? I think that we have finally figured out what each social media platform is going to be used for. I, first of all, would like to shout out to the patron that I had a phone conversation with earlier this week. It was a fantastic conversation. I had so much fun chatting with you. You know who you are. And it really led me to what I want to utilize Patreon for. I came to kind of a realization um, more about what I want. I know initially, way back when, I had discussed a sort of coaching and mentoring or some sort of program revolving around uh, an FLR dynamic. Well, in chatting with this patron this week, it made me think that Or it made me come to the realization more of that it's very hard to do a coaching program or any type of like course material for a female-led relationship because in my opinion, I really need to get get to know or kind of understand the people that are in the dynamic specifically because everybody's FLR is going to be different. So I think 
rather than calling it coaching or uh, a course or anything like that, my Patreon is just going to be utilized for people who want to support the podcast and just have somebody to talk to. I don't fucking know everything, and I say that all the time. However, sometimes it's really nice and helps you process things if you can just talk to somebody who is in a similar dynamic. So that's what I want to be here for. I want to be that person that you feel comfortable talking to. I can give you my opinion and maybe that will help you come to a realization of maybe one, why you feel a certain way or two, sometimes it's just nice to have your feelings validated because let me tell you, there's times where I feel absolutely batshit crazy and it's just nice to have somebody that you can talk to to really make you realize that you're not alone. Everybody has emotions and it's okay to feel crazy sometimes. And it's just nice to have someone to talk to. So my whole point in all of this rambling is that I would like to use my Patreon as just a way to connect one-on-one with people, whether that's a phone call, whether it's a Skype call. I mean, if it's easier for you to talk to me where you can see my face, you can see me doing all of my interesting facial expressions as you do on YouTube, like that I have to roll my eyes to get my thought process out. Whatever works for you, but I think that is a good use for Patreon. So if you're interested, have questions, you can check out my Patreon or you can email me. My OnlyFans is going to be more, we haven't nailed this down 100% and I apologize because I don't apologize because this is just how my brain works, but it keeps changing because I have to figure out what I'm comfortable with in the body that I'm in. Now, I think OnlyFans is a good place where we will, when we're able to get content, of my subby being caged and me punishing him or us playing or whatever. And by playing, I mean me abusing his caged wiener or cock. That's such a better word, caged cock. Or just different scenarios like that. I don't know that there will be a whole lot of spicy content where my private parts are out because I just don't know where I'm at with that yet. It's a whole journey I'm on right now. Um, I'm also talking with my hands again thumbs up. So that's what I want to use my OnlyFans for. It can be for voiceover work as well. If there's something that you would like to order to, uh, a big thing lately has been hypnos. People really enjoy the hypnosis for um, ruined, ruined erections, ruined orgasms. Or I've even done a few for somebody who just wanted to have a different relationship with food, wrote their own script, sent it to me, I recorded it and they just listened to it and it changes their thought process and how they relate to food. So there's a lot of value. It can be erotic. It can be non-erotic, whatever you think. But OnlyFans will also be the place where you can go to order a voiceover or you can also just email me. That's kind of the outline of what I would like to do with my Patreon and OnlyFans. If anyone has any questions, reach out. I'd love to chat about it. Um, Other housekeeping, I don't know that we really... we you know, I'm here by myself, me and my friend on my shoulder. I don't know. Um, I don't know that there's really any other housekeeping issues other than my hair is frizzy as fuck because it's cold as shit. Let me see. Let's look at the old watch. What is it? Ooh, negative four. It's heating up. Fuck, I'm ready to be done with this state in the winter. So let's dive into punishments. So For my husband, punishments for an FLR relationship is going to be the title. As you all know, I really struggle with this topic a lot because I don't, 
I don't know how to distinguish between a punishment and a punishment. So I visited my good friends on Chastity Mansion. I don't know if you've ever been to that site or whatever, but it's fantastic. The people are fantastic. Love it. Uh, I was reading some comments and just kind of took some notes on what came to mind as I was reading about different punishments and things. Uh, I think that there has to be good communication and boundaries and all of that needs to happen to establish punishments. So maybe sit down and determine what are agreed methods of discipline or agreed methods of punishment. And as I was reading some of these, someone had made a comment once about that being the dominant in a relationship just seems like more work or like you have to mom your husband. Now, some people might enjoy that. I, In reading some of these, it is almost when you think of punishment ideas or discipline ideas, more the discipline than the punishment, but the discipline, it's almost like you're dealing with a child. And having that perspective, I mean, these would be punishments that are less on the kinky side, obviously, because you don't want to mix children and kink. It's not okay. But if you're looking for something more outside the box, kind of think of how you would discipline a child for something when they do something wrong. And it kind of open ups and then you add your own spin on it. It really kind of opened up areas that I never would have thought of, I guess. Uh, examples of discipline. You could do verbal scolding or lecturing, adding additional chores, performing a task repeatedly. Now, this could be a number of things. Like a verbal scolding and lecturing, that would... I don't know if that would work for me specifically just because maybe a verbal scolding. I don't want to lecture my husband. I mean, he's not stupid. And I don't know if this is like something from my childhood that comes back to me, but I think of lecturing as very degrading. And while my husband does enjoy humiliation, I don't know if this would be a proper method of punishment specifically for us um, or discipline or whatever. Like my, I consider my husband an equal. I mean, taking the FLR out of it, he is my partner. He is, he has equal say in things in our relationship. I mean, ultimately, I have the final say, but I guess it depends on how you view your relationship. I think of him as an equal on some levels, and I feel like lecturing him is degrading in a way that isn't a positive that isn't positive, period. I mean, I don't, I just don't, and it, it's entirely me, I would say. I am the one that is not comfortable with that form of punishment. He may be totally on board. I don't, I guess I've never thought about it or discussed it with him. Uh, let's see. Some examples of punishment, uh, kneeling, standing in a corner, writing lines, um, tickling while restrained, or making him come up with his own punishments. Uh, the kneeling and standing in the corner I like. The writing lines is interesting. I guess I had never thought about that, or if I have, I haven't revisited it. Um, tickling while being restrained would not work for us because my husband isn't ticklish, so that wouldn't work, but that seems like a hell of a punishment. 
I also don't think I would allow my husband to come up with his own punishment because I don't know if he would actually come up with something that is a punishment or if he would come up with something that he would actually enjoy. So I don't know if with him coming up with his own punishment would be good. However, I can see the benefit to this, like in the early stages of our relationship where I was not familiar with the different aspects of punishment or discipline or whatever. I mean, I'm still not overly familiar with it, but in the beginning when it was very new, it might have been nice to have him give me some ideas because my brain really wasn't on that thought process. It it was still new to me and I wasn't used to thinking in that manner. However, that's a slippery slope because them giving you ideas or coming up with their own punishments can easily turn into what feels like tapping from the bottom and can really fuck with the dominance confidence. For instance, you know, we've been living this lifestyle for some time now. If I was to tell my husband to come up with a punishment, it would probably be safe because we know each other well enough. But my whole point, I guess, to this is you know, when you do something that you're not overly familiar with and you maybe feel a little bit insecure about it as it is, and then to have the person you're doing it to turn around and say, that was really good, but next time could you do this? And while that comment might be harmless in their eyes, it can totally fuck with your confidence as a dominant. Like you're new to this and you're learning and then they say, oh, that was really good, but that's where this can be kind of a slippery slippery slope, in my opinion. Um, let's see. There was one other thing along the lines of setting up boundaries that I found interesting. There was one comment that mentioned something about waiting for 24 hours prior to um, handing out the punishment or rather than doing, I don't know what the word I'm fucking looking for is. Anyway, waiting like 24 hours or waiting till the next day from the infraction to the time the punishment is implemented. There were a lot of interesting comments on that. The positive to waiting is one, it might give you some time to cool down. I guess it depends on what the infraction is or what the, what they did to misbehave or what they did wrong that they're being punished for. I guess it would really depend on how much it pisses you off. You have to gauge your emotions. I mean, if you're fucking livid and seeing red, probably not a good time to go ahead and do a punishment that could maybe, I mean, sometimes when you get to that anger level where you're just not really connected with reality and you could just lose it and really hurt your submissive. I guess it would just depend on each individual relationship. So I can see the positive and the negative or the positives to waiting. Um, Another positive to waiting is you don't necessarily put a time limit on it. You just say, I'll punish you later for this. And then your subby is constantly on his tippy toes or walking on eggshells or constantly consumed by the fact that there's a punishment coming. They don't know what it is and or when it's going to happen. So it's kind of being kept in a state of anticipation, which in itself could be kind of fun. 
Okay, so just to kind of sum up the beginning stages of implementing punishment slash discipline, you know, you want to make sure you have your boundaries set, what's acceptable, what isn't. And that can always change. There can always be new negotiations. And, you know, there was a lot of comments too about it should happen organically. Like you should just try different things and see what works for you, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy, enjoy, and then go from there. Um, Don't don't come up with the punishments ahead of time. Just let them kind of happen organically as time goes. I can see the positives to that too. Me, I'm not really good at thinking on the fly. Like I do much better when I know what my options are. And then if I have options and I can just choose one, I think I do better with that. But I can see the positives of also letting it happen organically, figuring out together what works best for both of you or what you both enjoy. Let's talk about some different variations of punishments that I kind of came across or that came to mind as I was reading through some of the comments on this thread. Um, If you are financially dominant over your sub, you say you give them an allowance every week. There are multiple different ways you could punish them through the financial aspects. You could lower their allowance, giving them less money to live off of. You could force them to save part of their allowance to buy you a gift, an expensive gift. And then you have that physical reminder of the time they fucked up. That's one way you could do it. Uh, You could take their allowance away altogether. And I mean, I guess it just depends on how vindictive you want to be or how, how bad the fuck up was that, you know, the punishment goes with the fuck up or the disobedience or whatever you want to say. One that I saw, this is fantastic. I don't know if this would work with my husband's cage or not, but uh, one I saw was for people who are participating in chastity, make them wear their jeans with no underwear because eventually, eventually, apparently is the word I was trying to say. So make them wear their cage with no underwear and a pair of jeans because apparently the zipper and seams can be quite painful. Another option would be taking away something that they enjoy. You could take away um, TV time or you could take away their computer or their phone or take away their access to the internet, whatever the case may be. So take away something that they enjoy. That's really wide open. If you are in a dynamic where your subby has chores, you could add more chores. I did see a comment where one of the men commented that his miss made him clean a room that had already been cleaned. So that may also go back to doing something over and over. I mean, having to clean the same room over and over and over again would be frustrating. But then, of course, you know, because I was a shit teenager, I think back and I probably would have just not cleaned it. I would have just said I cleaned it. So however it works for you, I mean, do you want to stand there and monitor him or do you have enough trust in him to be sure that he's doing what he's supposed to be doing? There's so many, so many things that go into how these punishment work, punishments work. Um, again, the wait for 24 hours and don't say what the punishment will be or don't put a time limit on it, but just don't tell him what the punishment is going to be and just make him hang in anticipation about when it's coming and what it will be. You can add 
time to their chastity, like how long they're locked up. You can add time to that or extend times between a release. Make him eat something he doesn't like. That was interesting to me. And I don't know. I don't know if I could do that to my subby. And also there isn't much that he doesn't like to eat. Not calling him a pig, but he's not real picky when it comes to food. Not a big fan of salads, but let's see. Takeaway kink. Now, I mean, that's a good punishment, I think, but I don't know if I could take kink away. I think that would be more of a punishment maybe for me than for my subby. Like, I really enjoy the life that we live. Ooh, my vest is real noisy. I really enjoy the life that we live together. And, you know, a lot of people would consider it a kink, but it's really just our day-to-day lives. And if I'm going to punish my subby, I want it to be something that isn't or doesn't feel like a punishment to me. So I don't know if I could do the takeaway of the kink thing. I could actually, well, and I making him wear the cage longer. That's not really a punishment. He really enjoys wearing that cage. Also, I had mentioned in the past to punishments is one of the most common questions, and I really need to get my head out of my ass and do more research on different types of punishments and maybe delve a little deeper into how you're able to distinguish between a punishment and a punishment or just different ideas. And I assume if I do a Google search, I will find a plethora of things, maybe. And I have fantastic people that email me with absolutely fantastic ideas. And I totally forgot where I was going with that. Please hold while I regain my thought process. Oh, I had mentioned in the past that I will wear skimpy clothing, like, well, it's too fucking cold for my famous black tank top and jeans right now because it's so fucking, it's cold in my house. Ooh, fun little story time. So we all do voiceover work. There's a point to this, I promise. Pretty much everybody in the family does some sort of voiceover work. Our girls, my youngest son, well, my stepdaughter had a small part to record And I had shut the furnace off. It was negative five outside with the wind chill, negative 30, I think, or negative 15. I don't remember. It was just a couple nights ago, for real live, just a couple nights ago. And I had shut the furnace off. It was like 1030 when she was recording this at night. And I shut the furnace off. And we, she got done recording. I edited it and sent it. And then we went to bed. And I woke up a couple times in the middle of the night and I was like, you know, we have a small space heater because we're in the basement. So it's a little chilly that we run at night. And normally halfway through the night, I'll get up and shut it off because I'm sweating my fucking ass off. And that night I woke up and I'm like, God, it's really cold in here for having that space heater on. Didn't think anything of it. Went back to bed. We got up the next morning and I got out of bed and I'm like, God, it is fucking freezing in here. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I said, go turn the furnace on. I totally forgot to turn it on last night. It was really fucking cold. And I think the furnace ran for probably four or five hours just to get it up to 71. It was so fucking cold. Our poor kids were kid sickles. Anyway, back at the ranch, talking about 
you know, I will wear the tank top and ripped jeans that he enjoys. And then I tell him he can't touch me. And that kind of crosses over into that's a punishment for me as well, because I enjoy when he touches me. So you really have to gauge, you know, the things you take away from your subby if you're doing that type of punishment. Is it punishing you more or is it punishing him more? And there has to be creative punishments out there that don't involve the dominant suffering. I mean, I think I've said this a hundred times, spanking is probably more of a punishment for him. But really, if I if I think about it, the spanking part of the spanking part of our relationship really should just be a part of our relationship as more of a stress reliever. It's just something that happens because I think it really allows my subby to just forget about the shit that's going on in everyday life and just focus on the moment and be in the moment. I think his blood pressure would drop significantly if I spanked him every day. Real hard to do with a house full of kids, though. So just kind of to recap, punishments are a real fucker. They're real hard. And maybe I'm making them harder than they need to be, but I don't think so because it seems to be the most common question that I get is, how do you punish your subby? And my response is generally, he doesn't generally do anything that warrants a punishment, but... You just have to have your boundaries, set your boundaries, what's acceptable, what's not, what's a hard limit. And then you can both do research too. I mean, you can both look into different types of punishments. I mean, Google is a plethora of information. Whether it be true or not is always questionable, but there are ways, I mean, you do some research on it and then you figure out how to make it your own and run with it. All said and done, I hope this helped you maybe either just gain a better understanding for punishments or give you a different perspective of punishments. I know that I had never really thought about, uh, you know, the writing lines or the kneeling. I love if we didn't have kids in the house, I would make him be on his knees all the time. But I think with our girls in the house, if he was kneeling at my feet, they might kind of be like, what the fuck? And I don't know if I'm totally ready to have that conversation, but I love the kneeling or even the standing in the corner. And I know I've talked about this on another podcast, um, holding a coin against the wall with their nose, or uh, I did see like a rubber ball holding that against the wall with their nose as you spank them or hit them. And if they drop it, it adds more spankings or whatever. That might be an interesting one, too, because they're not able to really relax and enjoy the spankings. They're more focused on making sure they don't drop that ball or that coin or whatever. And another one of my patrons told me to to make sure that you have, if you're doing the coin against the wall, I think it was do it in the bathroom. I don't remember what it was, but she was telling me that because of the the humidity or the moisture from your breath when you're breathing, it will adhere to the wall. And if it's on carpet and it drops, you won't hear it. Just a fun little tip. I think I said that right. It's been a while since I talked about it, but I hope everyone has a fantastic week. My plan for next week, provided the kids are where they need to be and everything aligns, 
I want to do a Q&A podcast for just a Q&A podcast with my subby. So if anybody has any questions, I have one person that emailed me a bunch of questions. Thank you so much. They're fantastic questions. I think those are initially the ones that I'm going to address on the next episode with my subby. But if you have any other questions that you want me to answer, email me. If you're a patron, send me a message, however you want to do it. I love answering questions and I even love more when the questions are thought provoking which most questions provoke thought because my brain is all over the place. But hit me up if you have some questions. And that is my plan for next week. We will see if the stars align. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. I hope this podcast was useful in some way, shape, or form through my rambling. Stay safe. Be kind. Just be a good human. And we'll chat soon. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce. FLR Consulting via messages and video and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby, full and sample erotic audios and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.